0: listening to general admission where we bring you your front row ticket to the stories behind the sound hey guys i'm jen
1: and i'm here with alice and it's really weird because we're actually kind of recording the way we used to always record it and we never do it anymore yeah which is um in alice's
0: garage my garage (laughs) but yeah kind hey, of <laughs> it used yeah. to be my band's rehearsal studio <laughs> yeah. so really just bringing you
1: back down to the basics and on this episode we've got a very special guest in lizzie Blanco. so she's the vocalist of the beautiful monument
0: how are you going
2: i'm alive how are you
0: <laughs> we are also alive that's a good thing we, we all just like finished work and like ran over here so shit yeah you really got- garage oh no no this is like the nice side because (laughs) sometimes we have like parties in here
1: so yeah so to kind of kick it off and kind of uh, especially for new listeners who may not be you know familiar with the beautiful monument so how about you kind of talk about you know a little bit about the band and you know yeah what you guys have been doing past couple months oh
2: god um so we oh god we're from here and everywhere just been working well well we've been working on new material and um obviously getting prepped for this new record release which is really exciting
1: yeah and um and listening to I'm the Reaper like it's a very personal record like because you know you you've talked previously about how you know especially the past couple of years of your life been less than grand um and this record really kind of delves into that um I guess how cathartic did you find the whole process of writing the record
2: um there were times where I really really struggled um but it was it was I don't know it was kind of like a huge weight was taken off my shoulder essentially just because you know I finally got to get everything out in the open I got to write about all the feelings that I had just like bottled up like over such a long period of time which was nice to sort of like Exhale and be like, holy shit, like this is all the shit that happened to me. And just seeing in front of me is super weird because you know, you go through the whole record and you're like, oh wow, a lot of you went through a lot of shit. Um, but no, I'm really, really excited to share it with everyone too. Um, I'm definitely showing my more vulnerable side, which is very scary, but
0: hey. Yeah, but hey, the riffs are still heavy, which yeah. I, I just love. <laughs> Did you feel that emotion as soon as you were writing it or were they kind of like feelings that came out after like you listened to it and we were kind of like, that's, there was something here that I didn't really consciously write about, but it's there. Does that kind of
2: make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely wrote everything, like, uh, I definitely had a lot of feelings Mm. towards everything while writing it. Mm. Um, Some things, I guess, did sort of really, really hit me. after it had been recorded, so, um, Cursed, especially, it's one of our tracks on the record, um, it's about how many people I've lost in the last 24 months, like, to death, um, and then listening to it, and then, like, really paying attention, like, to it and shit, it's kind of like, holy fuck, like, mm. I went through a lot, like, that's crazy, and I didn't, I didn't think I, I fully realized it until I kept reading the lyrics, and then I heard the song, and I was, like, blown away by much
1: shit i'd gone through mm. yeah for sure and how long you know was the album process in total i guess from kind of you know starting to write the lyrics to kind of conceiving you know the themes around the album like how long did it did it all take
2: uh, almost two years
1: mm.
2: like for like a year and a half edging on like two years between like like we started writing ages ago i obviously started writing my lyrics a really long time ago um when everything sort of first started happening and going kind of shit house and downhill. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of like hiccups along the way, which I guess definitely extended the whole wait time of this record. Like yeah. there was just like people moving and things happening. So like, you know, we were supposed to be recording, um, in one place the whole time, but then, you know, our producer was often this like really dope deal in America. Um, so he, Now, lives in Nashville, so I ended up going to Nashville to record. Like, all these things Mm -hmm. sort of came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um, and happened, um, which extended the process, but it made it, I guess, more memorable. Like, Mm -hmm. we went through a lot of shit to get Mm -hmm. this, like, finished product, and it's finally here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you can feel extra proud of it. (laughs) Yeah. How did you find the writing process? Because you were saying that you will live... Well, not all of you, but most of you live in different states. Were you always together while writing or did you still write like while you were away or do you do you all write together? Like, is it just a few of you or like, how does it work?
2: So everyone sort of, well, Andy and I had gone into the studio before Alex and Amy had joined the band. Um, so we'd already like been writing and what have you. Um, we went in and did a lot of writing with um, Sunny Trulove um, who was our producer, um, and we also wrote a lot with Christopher Vernon. Um, but then we all, like, as a collective, uh, once the girls, you know, once Amy and Alex had joined in, um, they gave us feedback, and they were like, yep, this part's cool. Like, like constructive criticism, I guess, because it was, you know, it's their record too now. Like, um, even though they weren't a part of the whole recording process, they were still a part of it in the background, even mm-hmm. though they weren't a picture does that make Yeah, 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 for
1: sure. Yeah, for sure. And I guess reflecting on your relationship, I guess, with your producer, Sonny, like, kind of, yeah, walk me through that. Like, would you describe it as kind of a seamless relationship, you know, between you two in terms of, you know, him being able to get the best out of you in the studio?
2: We have a really, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's
0: like... (laughs) Sorry, I have a dog who's, like, barking. So, sorry if that's distracting. I have two. And they're really loud today. Yeah, we've had a few dogs interrupt so, the podcasts. Just keep talking. Sorry. Um,
2: no, it's like, you know, you have this, like, really cool formula. Like, we seem to always, I don't know, like, work really, really well together, which is, like, awesome. Um, it's really nice. You know, I, I really love working with Sonny. Um, he's a fantastic producer. Um, and I... Like we're always, we're constantly like bouncing ideas off of each other um, in the studio, which is great, especially when it comes to like vocal melodies and things. Because mm. um, I kind of stepped down from writing like guitar and stuff because I, I want to focus more on vocals. That's yeah. why I dropped guitar in the first place. As you guys know, I used to play both guitar and sing, um, which is a pain in my arms, and I'm really glad it's. <laughs> oh, cool. I hate it. Um, would never do it again. Um, but yeah, I know we we have some really really cool
0: formulas that we and know, we just we work. Does that
2: make sense. No, mm. oh, for sure,
0: it just yeah. works. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have to explain it. Sometimes yeah, it's it, just it's just their chemistry. If it doesn't so. work, and you have to explain it, I think that's worse. <laughs> but um, I guess let's go into like our first mini segment i guess of the show we always do this it's really fun um we kind of just talk about tracks that we've been liking so we kind of pick two each and just very briefly um talk about why we like them
2: oh god but um, we, um, we... have to look through my like, spotify so you literally do... every artist does
0: this it's yeah, fine <laughs> we do it too this is exactly what we were doing like right before we <laughs> yeah. started recording it was like what song do we pick yeah, it was so hard you been listening to so much music yeah
2: oh i have just I've literally just
0: been listening to Melanie Martinez on fucking repeat, so I feel like I just... Yeah. Like, funny story about Melanie Martinez. I saw her live when she supported Adam Lambert, but I only bought tickets to see her and not Adam Lambert, so, like, I took my sister as a surprise, and, um, like... I don't hate his music either like i don't mind adam lambert i actually watched the season of american idol when he like won it (laughs) so i don't like dislike him i like a few of his songs um but yeah very strange that she like supported him yeah it's a bit of a weird and it's like i don't know if i should be embarrassed about the fact that i saw adam lambert live but he's (laughs) also like a really great singer and he did perform a few queen songs so i'll say that's alright.
2: so um
1: yeah, but yeah, so who I you? Um, <laughs> so speaking of Melanie Martinez, why don't you pick a track that you've been kind of vibing on? Party.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. <laughs> it's my party, the candles
2: burn this really great. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: that's true, honestly. Yeah, for sure. It, it is a good song, it is, and her music videos are always so intricate. Mm.
2: Yes, right. she's bringing out another record this year. I feel like I'm pitching her as like fuck my band. Off. <laughs> <laughs> she has a new record coming out this year, and I'm so fucking excited because it's like an hour and a half. It's a fucking movie.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: No stick coming out. It's just gonna be like, damn. Here's a movie. Here's my record. She's so cool. Yeah. What that, a legend. That is pretty. I'll
1: yeah, I think like especially like if you're gonna release a record that's that long as well, like it has to hit the nail on the head, mm. like with every track. Yeah, it really does. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, I'm yeah excited. It should be mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, what is your first track for us, Alice? Oh, okay, so I'll go with like a real kind of poppy song, and then something a little bit more underground later. Nice. Actually, no, I'm just gonna go. So one of my friends actually, um, her name's Clarissa May. Um, mm. she recently Grid series actually and um anyway she produced this song called woman and it's like very
2: soulful cuz we're all just little girls trying to make a mark on this big big world Do you think you
0: are to make me feel less you? yeah she's like a friend of mine so i think like the song itself is really cool and mm. um yeah also she's from western sydney so represents
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, that's, that's my take for today. What about you, Jen? Um, a lot
1: of people like a bit of Mary J. Blige, but mm-hmm. she's come out with this really cool collaboration with Naz, um, the rapper, in the form of a song <laughs> called... Oh.
2: Sorry. Here is
1: a Munchkin. Do it. It's...
2: This is it, Vegas.
1: Oh,
0: what a cutie.
1: We love pets interrupting the show. Yeah, pets
0: always interrupt our show, but I'm totally fine with it. I'm yeah. so fine with it. Yeah. Ben from the Heartaches had like his dogs and cats yeah. in the background. It was great. <laughs> just for like for our listeners, for people who like don't have the visual. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lizzie just got her cat. Zed
2: Vegas. Oh, Zed Vegas. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well, Jen,
1: keep talking about your track. Yes. love <laughs> <laughs> being interrupted by cats. I'm such a cat person. Um, but no, so this song by Mary J. Blige and Naz is called Thriving. <laughs> Like, it's just such a great, like, feel-good song, like, really, like, powerful lyrics. And, you know, Mary's always got those really great vocal runs and the harmonies as well, like, Mm. really make it. And, like, their two voices and vibes kind of really mesh well together. Mm. It's just a really
0: good, yeah, feel-good track. Mm -hmm. Bring it back to the triangle. The point of the triangle. (laughs) Yeah, the point of the triangle. Um, Do you have another track for us? (laughs) Okay,
2: I'm going to go No Love, No One by Gideon. Oh yeah, good song, good track, very heavy. I love it. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. As it just rips. It's fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of diverging away a little bit. Um, I understand that when you like, you know, you were first start kind of listening to music, you were listening to a lot of Spanish flamenco music.
2: Oh god. <laughs> 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 that was <laughs> yeah didn't have much of a choice it's what my mom listened to and shit because spanish and i did spanish dancing as a, a wee child so it's kind of my background music didn't i yeah, yeah it's real shit i wouldn't recommend listening to
1: it <laughs> no and then the foray into the heavy music yeah accidents.
2: <laughs> yeah that was a big accident from my brother um he <laughs> decided he got a divorce and he went through a rebellious stage where he got both of his fucking eyebrows pierced and started <laughs> listening to head metal and shit i was 11 years old and he made me listen to system of a down and i thought it was fucking hilarious and then i never listened to anything but metal since.
1: <laughs> oh that is great oh that's so got cool. a lot of brothers that that impart
0: the metal see i did that i, I awesome did that to my sister London. but like definitely not as like <laughs> cool um my sister was like only into like Ariana Grande but like Ariana Grande before she like got big Mm. so like her first album and I was like hey here's Riot by (laughs) Paramore. You converted her. (laughs) (laughs) But um no it's funny that like because my family's also Spanish so I also grew up on like so much Spanish music and my my grandma lives across the road from me so like my whole childhood was like gypsy (laughs) kings like but see i didn't my my parents never listened to spanish music because my mum like came here at three and i think she was like i can't listen to it anymore because my grandma played it too much so
2: um mum had no fucking clue what australia was when she moved here. dad (laughs) uh, dad was like we're moving to australia she's like okay cool what's that um, she definitely speak English it's just I don't know it's really I think it's funny as yeah, <laughs> oh, I like cool. how they just kind of got plonked in Australia and they were like yeah there you go have fun yeah like,
0: okay yeah I it's like but also too I feel like once you get to Australia like all the Spanish like all the South American people know each other like I still I sell, like tell my grandma oh I met this person who's like Argentinian she's like what's their name like I probably know them and she probably does like probably. <laughs> it's like, <laughs>
2: Yep, I'm um, yeah, I, I find that there is this taste of South Americans. I, unless it's like my family, I don't see like many Spaniard Spaniards. Spaniards. I'm like I'm
0: definitely related to them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um. Anyway. <laughs> but yes,
1: going back to music.
0: Music, music. Yes. Um. So we had your track. heavy track do you have a heavy track jen i actually
1: do have a heavy track because i listen to a lot of heavy music as well courtesy of my brother (laughs) love the whole accidental yeah falling into it thing from from brothers but yeah so this is a song by have you heard of an up-and-coming gold coast band called crimson and clover yes i have actually yeah no they're great um yeah so they're they're really just you know kind of rising up in like the punk kind of scene Um, And they've released a new track called Predatorial. And it's really cool, because, like, what I really like about... um, um, Jake Nixon's vocals is that they're very clear and really kind of, kind of just cuts through, you know, those really heavy guitars. And But then you'll, like, you know, have those guttural moments where he'll, like, scream a bit, but it's always melodic, you know, for the most part. Mm. Um, and then you've just got those chugging guitars and some really nice harmonies as well. So it's very just a cool. really cool, like, melodic punk track. Mm.
0: It's
1: very cool. Very
0: nice. But, yeah, so what's your last I'll track finish first? it off with a track um, by an artist called Sam Fender. He's from the UK... Um, he's playing Splendor I think in like some sideshows. Oh yeah. Um, but this song's called Spice.
2: And
0: he has like I don't know if um, like very similar to like nothing but thieves. Oh yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with nothing but thieves, but like he literally sounds so similar. But in in a good way, it's like not like a rip, blatant, like rip off. Yeah. Um. It's just kind of similar, like I guess, style of singing. Yeah. Nice. But no, um, definitely check it out now because yeah. I love nothing but these. There we go. <laughs> I guess like let's stop talking about ourselves, and um, <laughs> <laughs> we will go into our uh, track review, track review, in-depth track review. It's been a while. I like I've forgotten about this. Um. And basically, um, so Lizzie, you get to pick a song, one of your bands. Songs. it can be a single, it can be. I'm gonna sit a bit higher. It can be a single. It can be like a track off your album that's, you know, maybe you think is like underappreciated or has a cool story, and just like dive into the story of a track. You can go like as personal or as impersonal as you'd like. No holds barred. <laughs> it uh, whatever you like. So like we give the floor to you. The mic is over to you. <laughs> I
2: feel like I've spoken about Deceiver and a lot, so I mm. love to talk about the others. I just its so hard to pick. Yeah. <laughs> I am like the Silencer. Okay, oh, yeah. cool. The silencer.
0: The Silencer. Yeah. The Silencer is the last song on the record.
2: And it has, it's one of those non- Preachy, but pretty vegan song. Mm. I, I'm, I'm going that guy. Um, so Tyler is like, he's special to me. Um, just because I have this weird obsession with cows. I think they are the most humbling creatures, and they're so beautiful. Um, and I actually met my first cow this year. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I to name her, and she was she's real cute. She's got like a love heart on her eye. Fucking awesome. Called her Poppy. Anyway. Um, I pretty much decided to write a song um, looking at life through the eyes of a cow. Um, You know, like they go into slaughter and stuff and sort of like empathizing and I guess trying to, I guess, educate people on like the other side of the story. Not like preaching and pushing people to be vegan but to sort of like put yourself in their position and see like how you would feel if you know you were ripped away from your mother as a baby um because they needed her milk you know what i mean like yeah. or if for a parent having your kids ripped away from you um because someone said yeah cool this is this is life you know um so yeah uh, i yeah i really love the silencer um but the chorus sort of goes back to um you know those advocates out there who are you know sort of giving these animals a voice, which I think is rad. And I, I don't know, like, I, I just, I have a lot of respect for those people. Like, I I do agree that some people take it like to the absolute extreme, like you do with anything. It mm. doesn't matter like what subject, there's always those extremists. Um, but it's definitely one of those songs that's for those humble vegans that are just, you know, trying to mm. live life as best as they can without like harming others and it's just, yeah yeah i think it's a special song it's oh, special wow. to me it's i just cool. i really
1: love cows <laughs> that gives the song a whole new meaning and like it, i haven't really heard of that that often at all like actually writing a song like through the voice of the eyes of an animal like mm-hmm. that's a really kind of unique way of, of approaching it i just i
2: fucking god i just really love cows <laughs> <the> <laughs> i met this cow i burst into tears uh-huh. because she was so... cool. um, you know, it, people with this real shit um and take it too far but uh i yeah i don't know what
0: to say about it oh you're gushing love it yeah (laughs) well i guess like maybe we should talk about like veganism a little bit more because you also have an instagram for that don't you (laughs) (laughs) yes
2: i do i do um i started my own youtube channel um my own cooking blog called bitch bitch
0: love <laughs> that mm.
2: yeah fun. Well, so, but, but, but yeah. sure. I feel like
0: it's always daunting like doing those kind of things like putting yourself on the internet like I'm always like should I start like a YouTube channel but then I'm kind of like I uh, there's just like something about being called an influencer and I'm like oh <laughs> but then like every everything else aside and like ignoring what other people say and like it, it's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. And also, some of the greatest yeah. online things spur from being slightly
1: stupid. So, so, um,
0: but also, too, I guess, it's a cool platform platform that's like a bit informal, casual, but you can still spread your message.
2: Absolutely. Well. And I pride myself on being a big fuckhead. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think,
0: own it. as long as you're <laughs> self aware about it, like, I totally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Totally <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, just in general, like, I can. I feel like I only use Instagram to like make fun of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you have to. I can't. You have to be funny. Yeah, but yeah. Have you always been interested in like um, animal rights or, um, animal rights or, like, uh, well, or anything, I ex like vegetarianism? Well, the only reason I became a vegetarian in the first place is because someone told me I couldn't do it, oh. and I was
2: oh. like, "Fuck, oh, <laughs> I can." And this was like five years ago. Um, and then my friend. David, um, vocalist of Bellhaven and Weber, um, he kind of came up to me one day and he's like, Wait, you should be vegan. And I was like, Okay. And then it kind of just went from there. Um, and then I did start educating myself on, you know, Adam, like, you know, I, I watched documentaries and shit. Um, I did start educating myself on, I guess, like all the farming and all the shit that goes on in the world. It makes me sick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, fuck pretty chuffed that I don't put this shit in my body anymore, which is it's, mm. it's
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's a long commitment. So, how long has it been for you now, being vegan? Uh, Like
2: two years, I think. Mm. But like,
1: yeah, I haven't eaten meat in like five. Mm. Yeah. Oh, this is a long time. Mm. From it's my, a like... very
2: long time. But God, you should have seen my goddamn parents. They do not was... even know what a veggie.
0: I was about to ask you that because my sister went vegetarian and my grandma found out and she was like, Asava on the weekend, everyone's coming over. (laughs) She was like, barbecue, like come. Yeah. And my sister was like, I'm not eating it, sorry. Yeah,
2: when I was like seven, I was watching The Simpsons and I was like, fuck yeah, I want to be like Lisa, I don't want to eat animals and shit. And my mum put KFC in front of my face and she was like, eat it. And I was like, Okay. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah i
0: know but i guess you know it's what can you do it's so ingrained i feel like in that oh, culture absolutely. so true absolutely. that it's like, like i
2: would never hate on anyone for eating me i think it's a personal choice mm. um i just think it'd be nice to like shed light on yeah i definitely. guess identity, um so someone can sort of maybe try and empathize with an animal mm. like i know like andy our guitarist She's like, watched all the documentaries and shit, and she, she's lowered her intake of meat, but she does. She is aware of what goes on. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah. That's kind of, you know, people kind of finding a middle ground. Yeah. About See, it, just I being feel like.
0: Because I've seen like Cowspiracy, honestly, a great movie. Horrible, but like a good movie, very educational. Mm. Um, and I was like, I feel like I've seen all of them, like Forks Over Knives, like every single vegan docker, I've probably watched it. Um... <laughs> And I mean, I still like, I'm not vegan, but I think that every little bit counts. Like I know that I'm super aware of like everything. Mm. And I feel like even like a few years ago, I tried really hard to be (laughs) vegan. And like, I've seen like, I don't know, like people that I used to follow in like the vegan community that I still follow now, even though I guess I don't necessarily fit that lifestyle. And it's like one person like, accidentally like eats like drinks milk or has something with milk in it and like everyone's there like the police like the vegan police like you're not vegan anymore that's the extreme side and it's like like,
2: (laughs) oh absolutely there are extremists there are like extremists for everything definitely Um, yeah yeah yeah.
0: but I totally like respect it and I feel like it always every little bit counts anyway so even like the fact that you I I still I don't really eat that much meat anyway but I feel like as long as you're aware and you, like, you don't have to be perfect. But even if you eat like meat once, uh, like one meal a week, as opposed to like every single meal, it makes such a big difference. Yeah, yeah. It, it does is. make a huge
2: difference in the long run, yeah. which is nice. And you save a
0: Exactly, and the environment. Strength. It's great for the environment too. Yeah, that's like scary <laughs> <laughs> if you think about all the Just environment stuff. But um, anyway. But yes that's like very relatable I guess into like our other segment because we always have going to like another t- like discussion on something that's unrelated to music in so fact it was so
1: smooth we didn't even need to announce a segment it just popped go. up but
0: um <laughs> hey it's yeah. the best time that's happened do you have any like okay so I'm curious now like what's your what's your favorite like non-dairy milk oat milk oat milk because mm. it's our sweet it's like a bit sweet
2: it's unsweetened Um, Unsweetened. make sure you don't get Pure Harvest because it tastes like fucking dirt Um, (laughs) but fighter soy oat milk is Mm. the shit I used to drink full cream milk by the it's disgusting I used to just swig it out of the bottle like I was obsessed with full cream milk I thought it was delicious I know (laughs) so gross but um, oat milk to me is the closest I've found to having a similar flavour so
0: I don't know and it does froth as well it froths really well
2: I haven't tried. I did that recently. I'm an instant coffee gal. I'm a piece
0: of shit. Oh, I drink (laughs) like black instant coffee all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Because I am trying so hard. I looked at my bank statement and saw how much money I spent on coffee, and I was like, I'm drinking black coffee anyway. Like I can literally make black coffee at home. It still tastes bad. (laughs) Like (laughs) I just like the flavor. Like. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. I instant coffee as well.
1: Yeah, no shit. No.
0: Which is probably, like, a disgrace to my European roots, but... They're all shaking their heads at you right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like I'm Australian. Yeah. I drink Nescafe.
2: Oh, same. Oh, my God. Yeah, smooth and creamy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I'm over here drinking Milo, so... uh oh. <laughs>
0: I could never see, this is a thing, like, I never ate dairy as a kid. Like, I hated milk. I still can't drink it, like, straight. You're drinking it straight, it's difficult. And I never liked, I don't like cheese or butter. That's the other thing. Like, I never put butter on my bread or anything like that. Really? No. Like. She's like, you were a
1: weird human. Like,
0: when, no, no, but, like, I wouldn't have, I I don't know. Like, you know when you buy a sandwich? Yeah. I would hate that they would always put butter on it it's like you can't buy like just say like a ham and cheese sandwich not that i eat those because ham is like weird um but before sorry Sorry. (laughs) yeah also it's like sometimes shiny which is also weird it's like almost holographic (laughs) um no but like they would put like ham and cheese and then butter i I just don't understand i
1: have to agree to disagree (laughs) with you on this one
0: (laughs) like i'm a fan of butter no I don't know. Anyway, side note. Um, so I, I guess going back to your, I guess, like your channel and your Instagram, do you, um, like, are you a regular cook? Do you like to cook or is it just like a necessity thing? Uh, uh, both, because
2: uh, big dogs get eat. Um, I love cooking. It's super therapeutic and mm. you can pretty much, don't ask me to bake anything. I can't <laughs> bake for shit. Apparently that's... Like entails having like heaps of love or something, which is just something that I don't have the cake. Um, we'll still eat a slice of cake if someone gives it to me, but um, no, I, I love cooking, it's super therapeutic, it's rad, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And I know it's nice, it's cool to like experiment with different shit and then magically have it taste pretty decent mm. yeah
1: I love the creative aspect of it and I love like even if you don't have an ingredient like ingredients in a certain recipe you can find substitutes and kind of make it your own like it's so good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool cool yeah. do you like when you guys are in the studio are you the one who like always brings snacks <laughs> <laughs> no. no I'm <laughs> the one that eats the snacks yeah, snacks <laughs> no it's <laughs> 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 just all for you
2: <laughs> yeah. absolutely absolutely
1: if i had a studio I, I would just make sure there was like a snack cupboard mm. so, and it was always full yeah
0: <laughs> I, I, i'm the mum friend so i'm the mum friend who's always like do you want a coffee do you want this <laughs> i forgot yes but that's
2: how we were raised to be the second someone gets into your house
0: you're like right can i get you a drink yes you want a coffee yes. you want tea i know no. it's like you it's can't leave you can't leave <laughs> <laughs> without having something i know <laughs> i know it's like even I've always got like hand sanitizer, tissues. She's just panadol. so prepared. <laughs> I'm that friend, so um. But anyways. she's a designated driver. I'm always, yeah, I'm in the designated driver too. So. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But um, look, I guess let's go back. We've all let's go back to what we started talking about right at the beginning, the album. For listeners who are. I mean, they've obviously listened this far, so they're pretty in depth already. Oh yeah, like they've they met the cat. Um, but <laughs> for anyone, I guess, who maybe has like just been introduced to the beautiful monument, um, can you just explain like the album kind of in a nutshell, or any like all the all the important stuff? Like, when is it coming out? Are you playing any shows? Like all the things that a new fan would love to hear. Oh yes, <laughs> um, it is coming out
2: this month on the 28th uh which is pretty exciting um we have a we have a um tour it hasn't been announced yet but um we're definitely doing an album tour which is pretty exciting Mm -hmm. um it's i don't know i'm really really excited to get it out that's damn sure i just want it out because i'm really sick of playing the old shit yeah (laughs) Yeah. fair enough I'm, i'm really off it yeah. it's cool because it's like we've kind of done the same thing that we did with the first record where you get a bit of hardcore you get a bit of sad boy you get a bit like you get a little bit of everything mm-hmm. you want a bit of like a party time here you go have some synth yeah you want a break here you go have this track <laughs> i don't know it's yeah a, it's a little bit of thing it's definitely um the end of an era though um for the i'm the sin sort of i'm the reaper kind of collection before we move on to a different style of music I think we're going to definitely focus on like one genre for the next release um as opposed to doing what we're doing now with having a bit bit of everything Mm. I guess we're no longer going to be a serving platter
0: when you went in because I guess this album it's been you've been writing it for a while like have you already kind of like have you already talked about the next album like are you already planning that so it's like Done. Here's an it. Like, let's start working. Oh, or...
2: I wish it was done. Um, it's definitely <laughs> not done, but we're definitely working on it. So. Fair enough. Um, well, that's great. Know, for it. We're definitely going in a direction that. Well, I'm hoping we're going in this direction. If everyone's like 100% <laughs> sold, but I just a bit heavier, which will be nice.
1: Oh, that's music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah dude it's newly to my ears too because this, this you know i'm the reaper is a bit slower um and i wish we did have heavier songs on there but i guess it is what it is but it's perfect in the sense of what it is does that make sense mm.
1: yeah it's like it
2: was just it was meant to be that way
1: yeah, because yeah. I think if you're, you're chasing after a certain sound and kind of forcing it too hard, like, that really shows, yeah. like, on record. Yeah. Like, you can really hear when something just doesn't sound organic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I guess also, too, you know, it's – obviously the music is – like, the sound is a really key part, but also when you're writing lyrics and, like, the actual story, mm. it also ha- it also has to fit that. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. so yeah. I guess – even though you like you go in maybe thinking of like a certain sound it has to kind of like you don't really know what you're going to write like it always takes a turn and yeah. has to match that as well yeah so,
2: i guess you can't really put like a ballad on top of a breakdown yeah so i mean
0: like... people have tried it you could <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like a lot of yeah. albums have that contrast. Right.
2: you know you could I- that shit.
0: Yeah. yeah i would do it i mean like yeah I, fact, <laughs> yeah I think See like my favourite I love songs That are like Sound Really Like poppy But the lyrics Are depressing <laughs> And then you have people That are like the
1: opposite Where like Like yeah, the lyrics Are fun. like kind of Upbeat But like It's heavy
0: And, yeah. and depressing But um it goes both ways really. Yeah I think Ida For sure
2: On our record It's heavier But it's It's actually like The only happy song On our record <laughs>
0: did you find been like been sorry loving okay. someone
2: as opposed to wanting to fucking kill someone for being an asshole
0: yeah. <laughs> do you find it hard to write happy songs or like yes. positive songs
2: either is actually literally the first like love song i've ever written ever wow. especially one that i like put on display but i'm very 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 proud to put this one on display because i love my person very much so Oh, awesome.
1: that's cute. Very cute. Does it happen to be the cat? Because that would be great. <laughs>
2: um, fucking, yeah, it's, it's all my cats.
1: Yeah, awesome. all of them. Very
2: cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that rounds out the episode and an amazing chat. But thanks on, for hanging with us. On a very cold <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> it is very cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Where are you guys? Sydney. In
0: Sydney?
1: Which kind of sounds funny because, like, you're in
0: Melbourne when and it's it's not Melbourne. cold in here, like... <laughs>
2: No, I'm in
0: Adelaide. Yeah, see, yeah. it's oh, even yeah. colder, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's cold. It's cold everywhere. It's yeah. winter. It makes sense that it's
2: cold. Yeah.
1: Except if you're in Queensland, I then just, then just yeah. Nah, see, born and raised in
2: Queensland, it's summer there all the time.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. see, I feel like Sydney, like we, we just us, we can't handle it. We complain, Sydney, City <laughs> side complain all the time about everything. I've Lived here my whole life. I was born here. <laughs> I do it too, but it's like it hits 17 degrees and it's like, oh, it's so cold. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. everyone complains. We all have, we always have something to complain about, whether it's trains running late, it's raining, I didn't get a seat <laughs> on the train. I, I, the Sydney
2: steep. I bought a bad coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think
0: I've ever had a good coffee in Sydney, thank you.
2: So yeah.
0: I'm sorry. It's fine. Yeah. I don't. The best coffees I've had are not ones that I've bought. like.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I feel that. But yeah. I did also, I lived in Melbourne for seven years, so I turned into a real coffee snob oh. at one point in my life. So, Like, I
1: even got a
0: coffee cup tattoo oh. on my ring because I'm going to get married great. to coffee, apparently. Oh my a lot. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Coffee, I think, Sydney... I can say this because I'm from Sydney, but Sydney is overrated, and the people who live God here is. are just yeah, like. Why would you
1: want to live here?
0: <laughs> honestly, yeah, it's true. Like, if I didn't live in Sydney, I wouldn't want to live here. No, like, I wouldn't think oh, I want to move to Sydney because, like, you're going to pay half of your basically income on rent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you have to live like two hours away from the city. So.
2: <laughs> on oh, that. That's playing
1: That that's, and the nightlife, which I'm not going to go tea.
2: into. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah. Let's not go into the
2: night. Yeah. No.
0: Um. Anyway, I guess we'll we'll leave it at that. We'll we'll let you, um, go back to doing whatever you were doing on a Monday night. You know, with the heater on. Just just hanging out
2: with
0: the cat. Yeah. Sounds like a good Monday night. It does. Um. But yeah. Thank you so much for um taking the time. Um. If there's any final, I guess like where can everyone find you on Instagram on. All your socials. Is it just the beautiful monument? What about you? Are you a... Uh, so it's, (laughs) yep.
2: Instagram is the beautiful monument. My personal is Satan's cat. My (laughs) blog Bitch Ease Oz. That's about it. Well, that's Instagram. I don't know about Facebook and stuff because I'm like 50 years old and I fucking hate Facebook.
0: Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, it's (laughs) alright. But they'll find you. (laughs) (laughs) They will find you, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you being on the show. It's a rad hangout. Mm. You're listening to General Admission, where we bring you your front row ticket to the stories behind the sound.